I'm Chris. And I'm Doc. And this is The Fadlands. So, Doc, it's the end of the first month, and we are together. For the first time. How exciting. <laughs> Where are we? We're in Los Angeles. And we're in your dining room, and we are going to catch up on how it was this month for us. So let's just uh, remind everybody uh, who was doing what. So I was doing 100 push-ups a day, and you were doing... I was doing intermittent fasting, which is fasting for 16 hours a day and eating in an eight-hour window. And then we had a guest, Emma, in um, in England, who was doing... Wake up at 5 a.m. every day. Wake up at 5 a.m. every day. So I suppose the thing to reiterate to everyone is that we chose these things because we thought we could do them um, and we thought they'd be challenging at the same time. But we also wondered if there was any benefit in those things. Is that right? Yeah, that's exactly it. We want to see in a concentrated period of time if we feel benefits, if we feel better, if we feel worse, you know, what did we learn? Lots of different uh, questions to answer. And so why don't we start with you? A hundred press-ups a day. I've got to ask you, and I asked you halfway through the month, you said you'd been pretty good. Yeah. How was the second half of the month? Great. Yeah, it's been good. I found it easier to plan my day around it to make sure that I get them done yeah uh, I found that 25 batches of 25 was easiest I can just look at doing it four times there are some days where you just get busy and you end up last minute before you go to bed <laughs> in fact in bed lights off oh gotta do 25 more <laughs> jump out of the bed get down on the floor 25 push-ups Heart rate's up, get back into bed, can't sleep, great. <laughs> you did text me about, I think it was about a week ago, saying I had to do 80 press-ups just before, <laughs> just before I got into bed. Yeah, that was the worst. Apparently it's a myth that if you exercise before bed you can't sleep, but you, you'd be uh, the best place to answer that. Is that true? I, I think it depends on what you think. So now that you've told me that, <laughs> I will know that going forward and we'll be able to sleep perfectly. But because of the fact that I thought that it would mess up with my brain and, and, and my heart rate and everything else yeah. so your mind starts racing thinking about other things yeah uh, then you find yourself having having trouble falling asleep so you've done 2800 push-ups or press-ups this yeah month. right it's a lot when you look at it and that and uh, you kind of sum it all up that's a lot of push-ups it is and i mean physically i don't you've got quite a baggy top can i have a quick feel of your pecs yeah sure go Just ahead stand, stand up lean across they are and triceps the pecs the pecs are I'm not going to lie pretty impressive and for those of you that don't know Doc how tall are you Doc? a smidgen under six foot (laughs) a smidgen under six foot you're fit you're athletic you're kind of like quite gristly aren't you muscle wise so that's a pretty good addition to that frame is to have such big strong pecs <laughs> yeah i mean look yeah it's good it's nice to to feel like you're stronger for sure um but yeah i definitely noticed it like i'm surprised but yeah. i definitely noticed it uh and i'm definitely stronger in you know i guess 
in one part of the body obviously it's a, it's a very focused and concentrated exercise so the rest of your body isn't getting anything um, but the upper body strength has increased which is a which is a nice benefit and how do you feel day to day has your posture changed I don't think my posture has changed uh, I'm I'm not conscious of it in the way you see muscly, muscly guys kind of walking around almost their arms don't move and they have to walk sideways through doors. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I don't feel like it's changed my, my posture in any way, which wouldn't be great, to be honest. I sit at a computer all day. So I, I kind of, uh, one of the things I, I try to think about every now and then is to train myself up. But I don't think working, doing exercise on this part of the body adds to that in any way. Would you, um, I mean, I'm quite jealous of the fact that you got to do this this month. Would you recommend it for other people to do? Yeah, I think so. I think if you're, if you do exercise, if you find it hard to go to the gym, if you're sort of, if you're doing exercise for the benefits of having that physical strength or a little bit of extra muscle or tightening it up, or if like Chris and I are a little bit older and maybe you're going into the man boobs territory, this one uh, will will definitely work. Now, whether you do it every day or not is a different question because there are certainly days where I'm doing the push-ups and my body's like, can you please just give me a rest? You know, how am I supposed to work with this? Because muscle needs time to build in the rest periods. So I don't know if within a one-month period, if the gains, as they say, in that world would have been stronger or bigger if you had put some rest days in or or done done a different structure of i don't think this would be a recommended plan for building muscle from 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 some sort of fitness trainer but that's not the purpose of what we were doing is to challenge yourself to do something every day and to get into the mindset of thinking about doing something every day is really great because you know going into next month we'll have uh both of us will have an opportunity to uh continue to think about something every day it'll be slightly different but yeah so did you did it affect your um diet in any way did you feel like you had to eat more i don't know protein or did you feel sometimes if you had a crap day of rubbish food that you wanted to eat something to affect your push-ups that you could do them better or no not at all i don't think it's enough exercise um to uh, give any need for the body to require extra extra protein or extra carbs or anything like that my diet was just was the same as it is uh so that didn't change so overall out of 10 what would you give this challenge if uh you were to offer it out to people that hadn't tried it is it is it a 10 out of 10 you have to do it or don't worry it's not really worth it uh i think it's uh, overall probably a seven out of ten maybe six out of ten depending i think in the spirit of uh wellness and fitness and health and things like that it, it probably comes in at around the same score yeah as well i sort of you know the last few days felt like maybe okay this is this is great but actually you know what are the overall benefits um i'll probably continue to uh, add push-ups into some sort of uh routine from now on i hope we'll 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 find out because i i don't find it to be challenging now but i definitely won't do it every day right okay so it's a seven out of ten for 100 push-ups a day yeah well done yeah thanks you should be very pleased with yourself yeah happy enough happy enough can't (laughs) complain okay so uh intermittent fasting intermittent fasting yeah it's been uh it's been I, i think personally i think that's a tougher one out of out of what the 
the two of us have uh, have set ourselves to do maybe Amazon is the, is the toughest <laughs> overall between the three of us but uh intermittent fasting so you're a month in yeah. uh you've had your eight hour windows you've had some travel some yeah. challenges things like that how's it gone it has been um i wouldn't say a roller coaster but it's been it's had its peaks and its troughs i found it quite easy up to the halfway point when i spoke to you and then from the halfway point onwards it sort of started to get a bit tedious in that i wasn't feeling as good as i felt i should be feeling um i was incredibly hungry obviously after 16 hours often 18 hours of fasting and then i was sort of gorging myself in the sense that the meal i would have to break my fast was quite healthy i remember saying halfway through the month i was, I was craving something healthy to break the fast with but then it just doesn't it didn't appease my appetite so I just kept eating more and more and so then I sort of just kept going and right up until the end of the window in order to stuff myself to fast for another 16 or 18 hours so I don't think that is possibly the best way to do it I suspect if you eat healthily in that window you'll probably see a few more physical benefits but I didn't I, 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 I was probably a bit too pragmatic about it uh, and just use the eight-hour window to eat as much as possible, and, and and often not the not the best thing either. So that was the first problem I had, and then the second problem was that I started to because I was at home for the second half of the month. Is I started to miss having breakfast with my family. So I would sit down and have a coffee, and they would be having eggs and toast and cereal uh, and orange juice and all of the things that you would you know presume you had for breakfast and it lost a bit of that communal feel because breakfast is quite important in our house we catch up we say what we're going to do for the day how we feel um we look after the kids and it's it feels like a bit of a moment more so maybe than any other meal so i felt a bit distant from that which uh start to get me down but and do you think they noticed were they sort of did they miss you not taking part in the experience or you know, ask questions, you know, Daddy, why aren't you eating breakfast? <laughs> and to try to explain that to a child. Well, a two-and-a-half-year-old would, would sometimes hold up a, a, a spoonful of cereal and say, Daddy, Daddy, eat this. And I'm like, mm, no, no, no I, I, I can't, darling, I can't. Father's not eating. Because um, I'm a Victorian dad like that. <laughs> but it was quite a weird thing because she, she didn't understand. My wife didn't understand. Uh, she did understand, actually, but she just didn't really care so much because I was having a black coffee with her so that was kind of fine I suppose the person that felt was missing out was me really I just felt that communal thing of sitting around a table I I was sort of missing Uh, and what do you think you learned about yourself about food about taking on a task like this I think what you learn about yourself is you appreciate food a bit more in that when you've not eaten for 16 or 18 hours and you're not allowing yourself to eat for that, you really have to think about the purpose of food. What is it? What are you, what are you getting from it? Um, are you getting nutrients from it? Are you getting uh, um, just satisfaction from it? Are you, getting, are you fueling just out of habit? And I think probably what it will make me consider going forward is I will probably try and eat a bit more often and a 
bit less. Um, sorry, what am I trying to say? I'll probably eat more frequently, so I won't fast for quite as long time. But I'll probably be a bit more careful about what I eat because I won't have to. Gorge is such a sort of horrible word, but I won't have to feel like I have to stuff myself. So I'll probably end up eating a bit healthier and being a bit more conscious of what it is that I'm, I'm taking in. Do you think this is is something that could become a habit as in we and you have, you know, we're taking on a new monthly challenge and it's something that you could decide to do. But if somebody wanted to do this, is it by creating this behavior, is it something that will become easily become a habit or are you just kind of happy to end it? I think it's a mixture of both. Uh, I'm happy to end it, but I will consider it going forwards. Um, That was a very lawyery thing to say. Um, There's a really interesting app actually called BodyFast. And I I think you have to, I I seem to remember, you have to pay um, a a small subscription to it. But if you're interested in trying this, it's a very simple app and and there's different programs that you can use. uh, And it, just basically gives you the windows that you can eat each day. Um, you can go quite harsh on it. You can just do a gentle bit of intermittent fasting. So I've downloaded that and I've paid for the subscription and I've looked at the, 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 the routines that they're setting and they're actually not too bad. And I think doing a little bit of fasting every now and again is probably a pretty good way to, f- to sort of flush out not only your body but also your mind. Because again, as I said, you do consider what it is you eat when you're fasting. And that, and, and that consciousness of it is quite an important thing, I think, for, for wellness overall. Yeah. Okay, so overall good benefits. So not a fad, something, the idea of fasting and intermittent fasting you, you, you think has some benefits. Yeah, I mean, I know, uh, I know a couple of people that sort of live, live by it. Um, and I think it's, it's less of a fad and more of a lifestyle, but maybe not quite as drastic as we've done for 30 days. I think it should be something that's sporadic that you feel you do if you want to have a, a detox. Yeah. Because it's quite safe. I don't think, I didn't feel in danger at any point. I know there's some cleansing programs that we might try later in the year that are really quite extreme, but I think overall it's a safe, gentle way of staying healthy sort of mentally and, and physically. Yeah, we might have uh, some of our listeners try some uh, intermittent fasting in different ways because there are lots of different variations of it. There's, you, you did uh, eight, sixteen. There's f- five, five seven or five two. Sorry, five yeah. two. Yeah, different days of the week. Five seven, where you eat five days a week and don't eat for seven days. Yeah, a week. yeah, exactly. Oh, right, yeah. so it's almost like a sort of space time. It's an interdimensional one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't try this at home unless you have four D fasting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, other than the metaphysical versions of it, <laughs> yeah. So it's I'd, I'd give it a sort of uh, I'd give it I'd probably give it an eight out of ten actually. Okay, that's good. Um, and and I would dip back into it, and I'd suggest that you give it a blast as well. Just doing twenty four hours of fasting is is. <sighs> Don't think I did. I did twenty two hours just because it hit a, um, uh, it hit a flight that I, I happened to be on. Um, and I didn't want to eat the airline food, so I ended up in 22 hours, and it, and it felt quite empowering. Yeah, well, look, the exact reaction that I've had is the perfect reason to try it, because that's what we're here for, and we want to understand, especially if you think it's something that you can't do uh, when you try it, A, are you able to do it, and two, is it something that you found benefit from? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, look, we'll give it a go at some other point. Um and we'll we'll see how we get on but that's great congratulations well done yeah something to celebrate
So the only person now that we need to catch up on is uh, Emma. Uh, now, just to remind everyone, Emma did... 5am, 5am, every up single day. Every day. Yeah. Let's see if she's on the phone and we will catch up with her um, to see how that's gone for her. Hello. Emma. Yes. Hi, Hello. Emma. It's Chris and Doc. Hello. You Hello, are, Chris and Doc. You are not live, but being recorded for the Fad Lads podcast. Are you aware and happy to consent <laughs> to this? <laughs> yes, I consent. So what time is it in England? Half past six. Half past six. Uh, and yes. you have now completed your entire month of getting up at 5am. How was it yeah, overall? Yeah. Did it stink? It was, it was genuinely awful. <laughs> <laughs> Gen- genuinely. Um, I've, been, so I've, been, I've been sitting today trying to think, right, I'm a positive kind of person. So what positives can I give this? But there's just an overwhelming feeling of awfulness. <laughs> We're loving your honesty. Yeah. What was the low, what was the what was the low point for you? Hangovers, every hangover. Um, there haven't been that many, to be fair, but enough. So hangovers made it obviously particularly difficult. What were the high points for you? Um, Silence, tumbleweeds. Uh, probably the fact, you know what? Probably the first time I got up at five, which is probably a couple of days ago, and heard birds singing. That uh, was a high point. And what did you do? Um, what did you do in that? What did you do in that space? Uh, what did I do when I heard the birds singing? Yeah. I thought, thank goodness, this means it's nearly summer and it is nearly over. <laughs> it's nearly over. That's what I thought. Was it? Was it ever? a little bit bright as we get towards the end of the month did you notice with the birds singing did you notice a little bit of dusk I felt potential for it I, I, I did see that there was potential for it to be a good thing but certainly as I said last time not in February it was just a really silly decision I think probably I will revisit the getting up early later on in the year when there's actually a point in being awake I can soak up some vitamins, I can listen to the birds singing and watch the wildlife prancing in the fields, but in, until then, I've no interest in doing this again. So, it's, is it something that you would recommend? I'm going to tell you what, let me ask you, do you, do you think this is something that I would recommend? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Saki. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've got to be completely honest. I, I don't know. I, we don't know how you did it, um, and it, but it must appeal to it must appeal to someone, don't you think? It does yeah, appeal to. Honestly, I, like I said last time, so many people have been in touch with me saying it's something that they'd like to do, um, and I've not tried to put anyone off. I've been honest and said I'm finding it awful. Um, I wouldn't recommend the beginning of the year in the UK as being the right time to do it. But I do I do think that there's, there's definitely something out there. People are, people, I'm not alone in feeling like I've got a lack of routine and the day starts too late. So there's a lot of people who are saying the same. So uh, it, it seems like there's, pro, is there, do you think there's a certain profile of person that, that this would suit 
uh, in terms of like I see people online and they're like, oh, I got up at 2 a.m. and, you know, Mark Wahlberg apparently gets up at 2 a.m. and does a workout before he, before he wakes up and, you know, has he's a Superman. Is it something that it has to just has to suit a certain type of person or do you think it's, you know, I guess we only need 28 days, but could it be a habit either not necessarily 5 a.m., but as you said, kind of creates a routine, helps you get up earlier, plan your day, I don't know, and maybe if it was in the summer. I grew up thinking that this was just what adults did. So I feel like there is definitely a profile for it because I, I always assumed that everyone, like all grown-ups, got up at 6 o'clock and just went about living their life. So I thought I was in the minority, but maybe not. Maybe not. I, I think probably the kind of people that um, I don't, I wouldn't say it's appeal to, the kind of people who do it are parents and people who are a bit pathological. Uh, but it would, I, I, think, I think it would appeal more to probably people like myself who just are feeling like there's not enough hours in the day. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I'm going to change that. I'm going to change that. People who think there's not enough daylight hours in the day. Yes. Ah. Uh, Yes, which is why you should probably do it over the summer rather than getting up in the... I mean, getting up in darkness is miserable no matter what's going on, right? Mm-hmm, and it's so dark at Yeah, yeah. No, we understand that. Um, so, out of... <laughs> this is always possibly a stupid question. Out of ten, what would you uh, give this challenge? Don't be shy. I, you know I am positive. So giving it the positive slant that I like to give everything, I'd give it a three out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that honesty, I think I completely concur with. Do you concur with that honesty, Doc? I, I, uh, I mean, from from the outside in, it's certainly, uh, it certainly it, it represents uh, your experience in in this challenge. But, you know, who knows other people out there might have done it or might want to do it and it might change their lives. We, we will find out. I'm a little bit sceptical on that. We might rate this one a fad uh, for now and see if, uh, if, there's, if there's any, any pushback on that. Yeah, I think I... I, think I... I, I concur. <laughs> yeah, so we're all agreeing it's, it's, it's a bit of a fad. Because I think to make yourself get up at 5 a.m., is is too much of a challenge i think if your natural rhythm when you get older for example is to get up at 5 a.m then that's just a natural thing to do i think it's to to force yourself to do it is uh it seems to be probably a little bit a little bit too far to go right Uh or if you if you have a specific reason to get up at 5 a.m so if you're like if i get up at 5 a.m every day in those three hours i'm going to do x y and z and and this is the benefit and at the end of the period you're like yes i achieved x y and z because i did that because it gave me space and and so on but i think just getting up at 5 a.m uh seems uh to have no purpose and uh so the benefits of it are minimal and you were generous in your in your three out of ten score so uh i'm not sure is it did you even did you learn anything about yourself, or was there I don't know if you could if you had to say something good, what would you say? I I have stopped dreading the sound of my alarm as much. That that's one positive. I don't get that horrible feeling when my alarm goes off now. But I am sure as soon as I switch this five o'clock alarm off, that fear will come back. 
7 yeah. a, 7 a.m. is going to feel like a lion as well, I guess, right? That's the other benefit is that uh, any time you, any hour after 5 that you wake up in future is going to feel like a massive bonus. Yeah. I, I mean, I've also realized that challenging myself to anything is just, you know, completely pointless because I will, I will get nothing out of it. I'm better off just recognizing the fact that I'm a slob and sticking to that. Well, I think that's a lovely thing to say, Emma. And again, your honesty is appreciated. But just so you know, we're going to tap you up later in the year, I suspect. <laughs> because I think whenever there's something that Doc and I can't be asked to do, we'll probably just come to you to see if you'll do it, because I think you'll game like that. Is that right? You, you pair of crooks. <laughs> well, thank you for the three out of ten. And I think a lot of people will uh, will appreciate um, you having gone through that experience so that they don't have to. Uh, but congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, congratulations, Emma. We think you're a star. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Emma. We'll speak to you uh, later in the year, no doubt. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Bye. Bye. So that's it for this month's Fad Lad Challenges. Doc managed to do 100 push-ups a day, I managed to do my intermittent fasting, and Emma somehow managed to get up at 5am every morning. Tune in to the next episode to see what fads we take on for the month of March. Don't forget we'd love to hear from you with your ideas, your experiences, or just for a bit of moral support. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at OfficialFadLads. 